You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking securing and protecting your finances in this cashless society with Joe from Paysafe. Hi, this is Elton John here. Together with the Alliance for Lifetime Income, I'm spreading the word about the importance of protected income, which is money you're guaranteed to get. Protected income from an annuity helps ensure you have all your bases covered so you can have the financial freedom to tick off your bucket list. Meet with your financial advisor to ask if you have protected income and get their help making a plan that fits your unique financial goals. Go to protectedincome.org today. Boy, oh boy, is today's podcast a tough money subject, talking about security and fraud prevention. And I know that a lot of you that are listening to this podcast have had your identity stolen. I have heard story after story, and it just feels like nobody is safe. And the more that technology advances, it's almost like the more susceptible we are to a fraud happening. And and there really doesn't feel like any way to 
properly protect ourselves. You know, every kind of move and protection that you make, uh, it doesn't necessarily like a batten down the hatches, right? And I know this is on everyone's mind, even though the cashless society that we live in is really convenient for all of us. I mean, I love pushing a button and being able to buy something with my phone, being able to check out. All of those conveniences are just so awesome. And, you know, it's it's only going to go forward in that direction and forward fast, whether we like it or not. In fact, I was just watching the TV the other day and they had an Apple commercial on for one of the new iPhones and they were talking about how you can check out just with your eyes and... <laughs> as a personal finance expert, like that really scares me. I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, can you think of like how many purchases you're going to be able to make? Like you don't even have to think about it anymore. You just, you just literally look at the screen, however it works. I'm not a biometric expert here, but however it looks, works, you just look at the screen and suddenly you've purchased something. And I can only imagine just the amount of purchases that we're all going to be making. It's like, all right, let's just pile on more debt, right? But The payment innovation landscape, it's really broadening to encompass innovation ranging from, you know, mobile payments to biometrics to even voice activated payments. And the question remains, though, in all of this, you know, can you trust these new technologies for payment? Because, again, we're not going to be able to stop this fast moving train, but you know, how can we best protect ourselves? So I went straight to the expert, uh, Joe, who is COO of PaySafe Payment Processing uh, North America to find out how we can stay safe in this cash society. And we're talking lots of different things on this episode, the cashless future, you know, the convenience above everything. But again, how do you stay safe? And the really interesting phenomenon that's happening with cryptocurrencies. PaySafe. Paysafe is a is a, a payment processing company uh, that has the ability to really move money almost anywhere in the world and and, and in many forms or fashions. Um, we're a company that has grown uh, significantly in the last three years. Uh, we used to be a publicly traded firm off of the London Stock Exchange, which is specifically called the FTSE 250. Uh, we recently went private. We got purchased by a private investment firm, um, and in an effort to actually be able to be a leader in the R&D space of trying to figure out what are the next payment uh, opportunities. Um, but just to give you a sense of our size, uh, uh, we, uh, we process about $48 billion, uh, annually. We that's process quite a lot of, different that's products. quite a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is, it is. Uh, we, uh, we do 40 different currencies. Uh, we were able to transact financial payments in, uh, 24 different languages, um, and you know we can do multiple payment types somewhere north of they say about 200, and that means we can do anything from the cash exchange to the digital wallet to the you know classic ACH um, to the credit card transaction, and even some things that are tied into biometrics. So we're, we're, we 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 like to say that part of our uh, our mission statement is to be the the future of all payments and the point of every payment. So, you know, we're a firm that is deeply entrenched in the payment world and, and proud of it. Yeah, I you know, and I think all of that is just, it's so fascinating. It's definitely why I wanted to talk with you because I know that, you know, millennials, a lot of our listeners on this podcast 
are really leading this this cashless society. And yet I hear from so many of them that they're actually afraid a lot of times of the security and any risks that might come from, you know, fully adopting that that cashless society. What are you guys seeing on your end? or what, And what are some of the tips that you can offer to listeners, um, you know, some things that they can think about when they're entering those types of transactions? So, so there's a couple of things. One is um, the fear that they may have generally comes from, we feel, as we see the market research we have is, from their lack of exposure. So it's probably as they go into that world of exposure, try to find out things that they can make most analogous to. You know, we use the term digital wallet to represent a single wallet holding multiple payment opportunities to really be able to attract, to um, use in many different transactions. I, I think many millennials would be surprised that they probably already have a digital wallet. They just don't view it the same way. Um, if they're ordering an Uber, they have a digital wallet. They've established their card in, in, a, in a temporary place in order to do a transaction in the future. Huh. Very interesting. So even if you think you're not, um, you know, dipping your toes into that water, if you're making any of these types of purchases, you know, via your phone or whatnot, you're actually in that world. You're, you're, you're not only in that world, you're setting the trend on how that world is changing. Yeah. And what do you think is is going to happen? What are some of the trends? I mean, I know I was watching a commercial the other day um, talking about the iPhone and how, uh, you know, a new payment method of just based off your eyesight, which as like a financial professional, I see it's like super dangerous. But um, I know that that's definitely, you know, those types of transactions are going to be, be coming in the future. What do you see as kind of the evolution of where this is going? So, so I do, I do think biometrics, from from just a, a standpoint of biometrics being able to lead future consumption, I, I think that's a place because uh, any the real key for a transaction to be completely secure is for it to be able to tie to something that's uniquely yours. So, in the same way that the the U.S. has for years used social security to tie you to a transaction because it's uniquely yours, some biometric instrument will in the future definitely tie you. I, I think the um, the pervasion of your f- facial recognition being used by Apple is once again Apple being the coolest product on the planet, right? So sure. I look at their offerings and sit there and go, they're all about cure, about being cool, and they worry about security second, and and they know that adoption for cool helps to speed up the process for R and D and. Um, they're not going to get tremendous usage out of that today, but they will get it three years from now if people just buy into it. I, I think their commercial associated with the iPhone XX is, is amazing because there, there isn't much more security feature functionality, but whatever they've added, it's been really cool. The, the talking emojis is amazing. <laughs> right? Like emojis just weren't enough as is. We have to, we have to you know, evolve right. them. <laughs> Right. So I, I think the bigger issue that the millennials deal with, and, and, and when I say issue, is, is, is probably more of a, a talking about or the way they're driving tomorrow's changes, is, is the way they use Venmo and Cash App. Um, you know, Venmo uh, has the, the, uh, the significance of, hey, I can give you my money today, but you actually won't get it till tomorrow or the day after, right? Sure. Cash App gives you instant money, but Venmo has significantly greater usage. Why? Today's millennials we see are all about community. And Venmo lets you share that community about what's transpiring in your life 
very similar to a kind of a Facebook share, where the cash app, it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a today and tomorrow transaction. It's just black and white. And so we see the millennials driving their usage to things that they may not even think is paperless in places where it's community oriented. That's such a fascinating, you know, I found that as well, especially with the younger listeners um, of the podcast. You know, there's a real uh, sense of, or willingness, I should say, of sharing details that probably people that are a little bit older would be really hesitant to share. And I think that that community feature is just a really interesting feature. And then, you know, when it when it ties to things like sharing money or sharing salary information, I'm just always amazed that people are are willing to share that kind of information with strangers. Uh, same here. So, so I think the, 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 the entire payment industry had to kind of challenge its own uh, norms and sit there and go, is security the way that, let's say, the hierarchy looked at it the same as the millennials? And, and my answer to that one is no. Uh, we as the, you know, pre-existing previous generation would have never given up information today that is readily available, not even for the asking, just for the giving. Uh, social information is more of a push than a pull today. So we've got to remember when we provide security, how do we protect against that push that happens generationally? Yeah, absolutely. So are there any, uh, you know, steps or, or tips that you can offer listeners when they're they're going into these transactions of ways maybe they can protect themselves from data breaches or are we all just out there, you know, susceptible to these things? Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show. Notion.com slash ETM. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. 
The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. So, so I, I, I'd say absolutely, Laura. First of all, you, you really want to tie your activity to known entities. So be, be involved with established firms. Um, it, it, it is beneficial because those firms have to do stuff that is beyond what you would day-to-day know, but they have to comply with compliance standards for PCI. They have ISO 9000 and, and above standards that they're complied to. When they're publicly traded or of a certain size, they have to provide audited information about their internal control structures. And specifically in the U.S., they have to comply with what's called Sarbanes and Oxy that says we have a control environment that protects not only our financials, but the financials of the parties that we do business with. Established firms have within their own credo that they have to put these controls in place that are best practice. Startups don't necessarily have to do that until they hit a certain cap value. So that's one thing they can do. The second thing they can do is have double layers of security. So, you know, if you're going to allow your phone to carry your credit card information, make sure your phone has its own password protection on it. Make sure that that password is not simple. You know, um, for convenience, a lot of times people will put a password that's like 444 or 555, something that just makes, you know, easier for them to get to the phone, but really kind of think that through and make sure that the password that then allows access to your other things is as, as strong as anything else. Those are great tips. And do you think that, you know, if you do those sorts of, take those sort of measures that, you know, having a digital wallet on your phone is as safe as if you were just using your credit card around? So it it is from from the standpoint of the liability to the consumer. And here's why. The transaction that occurs, right, the liability to that transaction still remains with the merchant. The merchant must do validations to, to ensure that, that the party providing them that, that information is the right party. So, for example, if I'm using an, a, 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 what they call a card not present transaction where the consumer is not in the same place at the service or the product is being consumed, um, the, the, the merchant has to do what we call a CCV check that says they're checking the address to make sure it's the right address. And if they're not getting that information, the, the consumer is not liable for the transaction, but rather the merchant is. So using a digital wallet provides you the same level of protection. It just also provides you a greater level of convenience. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah awesome. Right. I love okay. that. Um, so I was provided a statistic from your PaySafe research that I thought was really interesting because we are in this kind of cryptocurrency craziness. And uh, the stat was that 31% of 18 to 30-year-olds already use cryptocurrencies, but millennials will not be the driving force behind standardizing the cryptocurrency as a mainstream payment. Talk about that. Okay, so uh, so cryptocurrency takes many forms, but they won't be the, the driving force behind standardizing it because the marketplace will be. And, and what I mean by that is you take a situation that's happened within the last 30 days where Bitcoin has gone skyrocketing, then crashed. And then, and then what many people don't understand is that when the crash started to happen, the, the ability for the consumer to actually cash out was frozen, right? Sure. That, that is a, that's a repeat of history. Uh, you can look at the Argentinian market or the Venezuelan market when the market starts to crash. So what has to happen? 
standards have to be put in place for, for the wild, wild west that is cryptocurrency. That will happen by the markets. The more that major investors get involved in those activities, they're going to look for some assurances in order to be able to diversify themselves away from the risk. You can diversify by making sure that the, the practices that are being performed by the cryptocurrency that you're in is driving success. Very interesting. Yeah. And I would imagine there's going to be a lot of changes upcoming in the cryptocurrency market. So, so here's what I believe. I believe that the, the activity of last December is going to make it so that more and more people are asking for government involvement to actually make sure that the playing field is flat. Um, Long-term cryptocurrency, when used for, for everyday payment methods for goods and services, will have to follow the same rules as every other payment method. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So with all of these new advances in the biometrics and, you know, everything that's coming down the line with the face ID and all those, all of those kind of like fancy, cool, um, uh, you know, features on, on different phones, if you're the user, you know, is that something where you should jump on board right away, get your brand new phone? Or is that something maybe you should wait a little bit and see if the technology, um, you know, evolves or, or you know, there's security features that come out for that? So I always think there's an advantage to be an early adopter in anything, right? Uh, part of that advantage is the cool factor. Part of that advantage is you get to be on the rise as there's financial gains. So if you had bought Bitcoin three years ago, you'd be, you'd be a lot happier than if you jumped into it in November. No but kidding. I think <laughs> the way to do it, right? But I think the way to do that, though, is to do it with established partners, right? So, so you know, if, if you have a Chase, if you have a Citibank, if you have a Paysafe, and we're taking you along those avenues, you know you're with a trusted partner, so that trusted partner won't leave you in the chance that something goes awry. If you're doing it with a startup, their financial, worth, uh, their financial viability may not be able to stand by with you in the case that something goes wrong. Right. So just make sure you do your due diligence. And, uh, you know, I think especially with cryptocurrency, a lot of people were just jumping in and not really knowing who they were buying from and, you know, were they trusted, were they not trusted. So just take a few extra moments and Absolutely. be smart. Right. So I think everybody knows the term Bitcoin, but then you know, little coin, side coin, west coin, east coin, you got to kind of do a little bit of homework there, right? And, and don't get caught up in the moment. Try to find out who's established and, and what, where does the research continuously leave you? I, I think the millennials, um, you know, they're, they're about convenience. They're about non-friction. And, and the way that they can continue to live in that space is just by being aware. Awareness can drive a lot of uh, fraud or, or anti-security away. Yeah, that's awesome. Those are such great tips, Joe. So tell everyone where they can find out more about PaySafe. Okay, so um, PaySafe, we're available on PaySafe.com. Um, we have the ability to teach people a little bit about our industry, a little bit about the advantages that the marketplace is teaching them, and they can also find a little bit about uh, where we are globally. We also have other sites called uh, Skrill and NetTeller, which are our digital wallets, and Many of the millennials are, are probably more accustomed to seeing the names Skrillin and NetTeller because we are the leading digital wallet in the world for, for gamers and, and for people playing fantasy games. So they can go there and learn a little bit more about us. And then lastly, um, we have a product for a company called Fans where it, it kind of meets – it was kind of created to meet their needs. Uh, Fans is, is our version of you just tell us what you want and we'll help the transaction 
come to you so they can find out a little bit more about us on fans.com. So I think, you know, from like my experience, it, it really comes down to just being aware of how you're making certain transactions, you know, where you're using your computer or your phone. Um, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, some of the worst places that you can access like your bank account or really pay for anything online is, you know, on, on those networks that aren't secure. So when you're in like hotel uh, guest rooms, hotel lobbies, you're in coffee shops, even when you're on a plane flying and you're using Wi-Fi, those are some of the worst places to actually make transactions because they're not secure. You're not on a secure network and, you know, anybody could hack into it. Uh, also, if you're, you know, a college student, anything like that, it's just anywhere that's really not like your home base where you can control who is being able to access your your internet, you know, and the same goes for your phone. You know, I know that putting passwords on your phone and putting passwords on apps, putting passwords on your bank account and, you know, all of those different things that you have on your phone is kind of a pain in the butt because you have to enter the password and, you know, you have to go through multiple steps and we're really uh, in a society that wants, you know, complete convenience, wants everything to be easy. But it's so easy for somebody to pick up your phone and to be able to access all of those different things. And, you know, and if we have all of these money apps on our phone and it's connected to our bank account, you know, it's not that we shouldn't be using those apps because those apps are great. And if they're used properly, you know, they're just an amazing addition to managing our finances. But we just got to be smart about how we set everything up. And especially as, you know, this convenience and the cashless society just keeps moving forward, I think it's just taking a breath and thinking about, okay, is everything that I'm doing as secure as humanly possible? It doesn't mean that, you know, you're not going to get fraud or you're not going to have your ID stolen. Uh, that's not at all what's going to happen. In fact, probably like the majority of us listening to this podcast at one point in time is going to be victim to some sort of identity theft. And, you know, even those of us who take all the precautions, we're still hanging out there. I mean, I've shared on this podcast before that anytime we travel to Europe or really anywhere outside of the U.S., we get our credit card stolen. We get our credit card number stolen and somebody starts charging and it's not in the country we're in. It's in some other country. And I'm always getting a fraud call from the credit card company asking if, you know, we made those charges. It's another reason like why you travel uh, or when you travel, I should say, that you call the credit card company if you're going out of country and you let them know those countries that you're traveling to, not only is that healthy for you because sometimes you can get a transaction denied that you're actually trying to make in a country you haven't let them know that you're traveling to, but then also, you know, that they can call you and you can get all of those um, charges wiped away super, super fast, which is one of the reasons why I'm a big proponent of credit cards when you're traveling because there's all these security precautions. But Nonetheless, I think, again, the whole thing comes down to just being aware, taking a few extra seconds, making sure that you're setting everything up, and then don't go share your passwords, especially on your phone, with all of your friends, right? You know, if there's, if you're in a relationship or, and I mean a really strong relationship, then okay, you could share your passwords. But, you know, we don't need any stories of like boyfriend, girlfriend, vengeance, where people are, um, you know, 
<laughs> charging things that they shouldn't be charging. Trust me, I have heard and seen absolutely everything. So there's nothing that surprises me at this point. But, um, you know, just be as safe as possible. And there's no way that we can, again, stop this fast moving train. But, you know, we can all, again, just take a breath and uh, do it as best as we can. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, use the hashtag Millennial Money Podcast, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.